podcast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 785,000 just since October that we know of, Mr. Excellent. Rima. Excellent. That we know Rock of. Rock on. That, that, that doesn't count the Godaways. Okay? Yes. So double it. Double it. Make it make it a million and a half. Right. Just since October, who have come into the country. Right. Uh, agents are telling me now that they're just uh, to, the, to the point now where it's so heavy that they just let anybody in without the proper vetting. <laughs> They're not even checking vehicles anymore. So if you want to bring in, I don't know, just say bombs or something, right. you know, whatever, uh, or fentanyl. Cases or of whatever. fentanyl, you know, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. for the kiddies. Uh, we're, we're seeing the rise in leprosy. Oh, rock on. Leprosy. Hey, yeah. the plague is coming back, too, I correct. imagine. Yeah. Yes, correct. So we're seeing rises in leprosy and, and tuberculosis coming Excellent. back to the country. So here we are on, uh, what is this, the third yeah, today's yeah. the 3rd yeah. of January, the 3rd of the new year, and the planned destru- destruction by the Democrats is uh, is continuing. It's going swimmingly, Yes, man. it is. If they want to bring this country to its knees, they're doing a bang-up job, Yes, man. they are. Rock on. And what they're doing, of course, <laughs> is, is all about ensconcing themselves in power forever. Yeah. Uh, by opening the border and bringing in people that they're going to give you know, amnesty to, they're going to regularize them. Yes, they are. <laughs> or, or the new word is normalize. No, it's regularize. Oh, God. Because they're calling it irregular migration. Uh, That's what he the, with the president of Mexico when, they, when yeah. Blinken was down there. God. They're going to regularize them. How stupid are That's these people? That's not even a freaking word, man. <laughs> You're making crap up now. You know? You're making words up. Oh, holy crap. So, um, but, but they're going to give them amnesty so that they can vote. Sure. That's 15 million new Democrat of voters, right? Yeah. So they control the system that way. Then they attack the system by deciding who gets to be on the ballot. <laughs> this is not about Donald Trump. This no. is this is not about keeping him off the ballot. This is about what it's going to look like going forward. It's about consolidating power. That's all it is. Sure. You know. And it's putting it in the hands of Barack Obama and his people so that they can decide who gets to be on the ballot to run for president of the United States. Well, yeah, and it's actually putting it in the hands of people like that Secretary of State from what, Maine? Sure. She's an idiot. Yeah. Remember when I say all the time, look, at some point they're all going to be AOC? That's what's going Okay, Obama is getting older. The, the leadership of that whole movement is getting over, is getting older. So the people who are going to be taking this whole thing over, the real deep state, are people like her. And they're idiots. Well, remember that she met with the regime in the White House. Oh, yeah. So she got her marching orders. That's when she got her marching orders. She met with them and came out just gushing about how wonderful it was to be meeting all those people up there. Uh, and, and, And she also said that the Electoral College, which is the finest and greatest election system ever devised by mankind, the Electoral College. Well, yeah. She said that was a vestige of white supremacy. We need to get rid of it. Again, she's a moron who has been indoctrinated since day one. And those are the people. That's the generation they're going to be handing this stuff off to. And and they they are true believers all the way. She genuinely believes the Electoral College, which as if you have a molecule of historical understanding, is a way of making sure people have a voice in our elections in these states that have low population. It makes sense. If you get rid of the Electoral College, which they always want to do when they're losing, all right, you basically make millions of Americans invis- invisible, completely Correct. invisible. That's right. 
but it's it's a vestige of white supremacy. Yeah. And, uh, blah, 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 blah. Right. So, <laughs> so all the black people in low states that have low populations in them. Yeah. 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 So you know, so you know how how white supremacist is that? It does exactly the opposite of that. It lifts up everybody and gives every state a competitive chance yes. to have a say so in our system. But, you know, what they want to do is they want to totally wreck the system so they can control the system and stay in power. This is very Hitlerian. And when you Just listen to what I just said. Wreck the system, control right. the system, and stay in power. That's what fascist dictators have done forever. And, you know, you don't have to have just one person like a Hitler or a Mussolini to have a dictator. You can have a cabal of people and have a dictatorship run well, by them. and that's what they want. Sure. But, again... They're handing the keys of the car to a generation of morons. And that, you see, because I, I, here's what I think. I think you, you, there's two kinds of people right now I play in this country. Evil people who genuinely want to bring this country to its knees. And the morons they have convinced it's the right thing to do. And that's a double hit, man. I don't know how you get around that many morons and that many evil people. So when you have, like you say, the morons who... This is being handed off to. They're more easily controlled oh, by absolutely. a smaller group of the evil people. Yes, they are. Right. So the way the system was set up by the founding fathers, the evil people couldn't control us. It, the checks and balances. That's right. it. Checks and it's balances through the entire system. But now, because you've convinced these morons to be to do this stuff, a smaller number of evil people. We'll be able to control oh, yeah. a greater mass of people, which is where we're headed. With and by all this. the time the morons realize they're eating out of the same dumpster as everybody else, it'll be way too late, man. They, they probably won't even care. <laughs> Maybe you know they what won't I'm saying? Care. Oh, they'll care when they can't get their hot pockets. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> as long as they have their phone, right? but when that stuff goes away and, and their streaming service, you right. know, so they can watch their Disney Plus or whatever. Ah, yeah, we don't care, whatever. You know, we don't care. So but, but you're right, but the morons who are involved politically, again, they're zealots, man. They yeah. buy into this stuff hook, line, and sinker, and Obama's been feeding them since he was in office. So here, here's uh, in the last half hour, and you mentioned this when you came in and sat down, but in the last half hour, I always have uh, John Hayward on. Oh, on yeah, I heard that, yeah. And uh, we've been talking for a long time about balkanization. Nancy said to me over the holidays, when you use that term, make sure you explain it. Because, we, you know, son, we have a lot of people who moved in from California. They don't know. They don't know. They don't, they don't know big words. So, <laughs> so balkanization, balkanization uh -huh. is where you break up into a bunch of little countries, right, that really don't like each other, <laughs> that fight amongst each other. Right? right, and so here, here we sat, and I don't, I don't say this with any glee. I, in fact, it breaks my heart. But here we sat on the prep, precipice of something like that happening, because if you, as John said, if you have even three states that are successful in removing Donald Trump from the ballot, and those people are totally disqualified and they don't have a chance to vote for him, well, then get ready because all bets are off at that point, yeah. and they're not. People are not going to sit still for it. I absolutely believe a civil war is coming in this country right and i got no problem saying that sure you know i mean you're, you're going to have the states line up they're going to be disenfranchised by this stuff or just filled with people who see what's going on like in south dakota <laughs> they're watching everything else i mean christy no she's a rock star man but you you know i think we all kind of know what's coming if this continues whether it's yanking him off the ballot, he's a legal candidate. There's no reason why he shouldn't be on that ballot. Correct. Yeah, secretaries of state and supreme state supreme court justices just making that decision for everybody else. It's not legal. Right.
people are watching these lawsuits stacking up on them and these charges, these indictments stacking up on them. They know what's going on. Sure they do. And you couple that, because I forget who it was. Was it Mike, the trucker Mike? Uh, he's right, whoever said it, that on the East Coast and in that part of the world, they have no idea how bad this is. No, it's a listener in Maine that listens to Listen, me. Oh, the guy from Maine. Yeah, yeah, they have no, yeah. I know, because I've got a lot no, of people that they have yeah. no idea how bad this illegal immigration is. Well, let's listen to, to Sarah Haynes. She's a far leftist on The View. They're all leftists oh, on The God, View, by yeah. the way, right? But here she is yesterday, and pay attention to a couple of things. First of all, she's making the right point. So even a broken clock's right twice a day. <laughs> she's making the correct point, right? Right, right. But Joy Bay is stepping all over her, and a key moment in this is when she says, I think the people ought to decide. Right? right. The people ought to decide sure. who's on the ballot and not. And Behar goes, oh no, the people shouldn't decide. Listen to this. I would say here is that I actually agree with Governor Gavin Newsom and Dad. these are Democrats, leading Democrats that say this would really cause a division that's almost insurmountable. And as someone that believes January so 6th was that it, bad, so wait one what, second. So what are you saying? Wait, just one second. I don't think, one, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. Pause that, Jimmy, for just a second. Pause they, it for just a second. So she said at the beginning of that, if you think J6 was bad, you continue to take Trump off the ballot, yeah. and J6 is going to look like a pizza party. Yeah, she said it gives the appearance of being rigged, which it does, well, that's because right. it actually is rigged. It's not an appearance. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. I think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. I actually don't think they will hold this. So you but think, I think they, they should leave it to the voters or I, not? I think they should leave it to the voters, oh, but I, no. think the, I think the division this will <laughs> cause, because what will happen is that martyrdom will be one step more. We have a nation well, that doesn't believe in, yeah. in democracy, doesn't believe in the voting. Everyone that loses says it was rigged and failed. I think this will create a vision, a visual to people that don't, that this was a rigged no, election. I don't agree. By doing, I so think that the that's exactly what, what I was talking to John Hayward about in the last half hour. So we already have the voting public, and you hear from them on your show, I hear from them on mine, that don't think the system is legitimate, and they're setting right. it out, right? I don't. You know, well, <laughs> lo locally, we only have 13. 15% that yeah. show up to vote, and right. the other 87% stay home. And why do they stay home? Because they say, my voting doesn't make any doesn't difference matter. at all. doesn't matter. So they already don't believe the system anymore, and you continue to take their guy off the ballot elsewhere, you're, you really will strike that match and throw it in the Civil War fire pile, and you will have a civil war in this well, country. Well, you're right, and listen to what she said. In that, oh, no, you don't want the voters to decide. Behar. That idea is so prevalent uh, uh, with these folks, whether they're leftists or they're, you know, puke Republicans or whatever. They have little regard for the American people to decide their own fate, let alone their own lives. It's a real arrogance. And when it comes to like things like uh, illegal immigration, and you're dealing with somebody in Maine, or you're dealing with somebody in Maryland, or you're dealing with somebody in, in New York, okay, they think you and I talking about this is all political rhetoric, we're making it up, it ain't real. Until the busload starts showing up in New York City, then it's a humanitarian crisis. They have no real concept of what's going on right now. So I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are disenfranchised already. And you, you see this circus taken to its final act where you just don't let him run. 
and you're going to have two people, again, two break, uh, breaks of people. you got people who don't vote because they just don't care and they're not engaged. I mean, in this set down, you got two, you got both groups. you got people who are, are cynical towards the whole idea of it so they don't bother. And then you got people, frankly, who are just watching yeah, TikTok videos and have no idea that there isn't, even is an election. That's right. And and the Democrats count on you know in a sense the morons sure to not do. show up and both both of them. and the cynical they they don't want people to show up to vote makes the cheat a lot easier so I I don't know man I I don't know how this shakes out but I, well, I do does. believe I do believe that if they continue on this path to ultimately destroy Donald Trump and he, he, everybody's right he's just in the way it's about you and me correct there's going to be trouble in in dodge man well, there, there's only one <laughs> there's only one way that it all ends yeah, and, and yeah. that is if you if you say if you delegitimize the entire system right right that also puts into the minds of people that the government is not legitimate it's not a legitimate government well what has happened in the history of the world when it's people wake up and say that's not a legitimate government they overthrow the government that's what happens what has happened in the history of this country that's well, right. how the country started and so that's i mean ultimately that's where they're headed with yeah. this this is when they're taking donald trump off the ballot it's not about taking donald trump off the ballot it could be for joy behar because she's just stupid <laughs> it could be for her but for them the people the, the obamas and soros's who are running all of this it is about collapsing the system so they control the system through 15 million illegals they brought in here right. illegal voters that they they now brought in here and through deciding who actually gets to be on the ballot they control the system totally they decide how the system is going to work and that's why we need to continue to be engaged all right quick break more where and rhyme coming up here on ktsa it's no secret that interest rates have risen dramatically. And FM 1071. 723, I'm Trey Ware. He's Sean Ryman. This is KTSA. Well, the other big story from yesterday is Claudine Gay resigned uh, from Harvard amidst additional allegations. We talked about it yesterday. She had, bringing her allegations of plagiarism to what, over 50? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of taking the macro look at this, and I, I know there are commentators already. It's racism, and she just—it's because she's a black chick. And she we don't said like, that. She said that it's and all Harvard racism. It. It, 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 wrap your mind around the idea that you are on this scholastic, this, this academic journey, and you're a black woman, and you want to be, let's say, you want to be the first. Maybe I don't know what her intentions were. Maybe she wanted to be the president of a university. Maybe she wanted to excel in academia to the point to where she's running Harvard and she gets to make history at the same time because she's a black female all right and along the way you cheat what does that say what does that say to all of the young black people that may also take up a journey in academia what, what, what about the people, again, we kind of go back to this idea like we're Tim Scott bad, Claudine Gay good, Tim Scott bad, or any other, Ben Carson, any black person who comes into the world with crappy circumstances and rises above it and is self-made and they rise to a level of excellence based upon largely their own efforts and their own faith. They're the worst people in the world. They're traitorous to black people. And yet the people that young black people are supposed to look up to, like Claudine Gay, cheats her way through the entire process, allegedly. I mean, you know, it, it's really, did this thought never come into somebody like that's head? In Claudine's, Claudine Gay's head, did it never occur to her, well, if I get caught doing this, it's going to undo everything I've laid out during my career as an inspiration for young black people. No. What I'm saying to them is, hey, cheat your way through. 
Uh, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, and, and the reason she is there, clearly, is because the decision was made after Larry Summers uh, left. Right. Larry Summers had to leave. Uh, it was it, the, the word was sent through all, every department at Harvard, the next president of Harvard will be a black female. Has to be a black female. So what they did was they went and found one who had ambitions, right, right. To, to, to be the leader of the organization, and they helped her cheat. I'm convinced. Oh, that, I don't. That that's why they're backing her now on this whole plagiarism thing, dismissing the plagiarism, and even the university issued a statement yesterday saying, well, this had to do with racism. Oh, come no, on. Not the plagiarism, right? Uh, it had to do with the fact she was cold and heartless toward the Jews of America. Right, right. right. And and number two, yeah, well, she's clearly an anti-Semite. And number two, yes, very much so, she committed plagiarism, allegedly, 50 times, with the help, I believe, of the university to advance her to that position well, to put her there. Again, when you're talking about that many examples, over 50, these are academic papers. They right. don't just pass through one person's hands. Nope. They go through a multitude of hands to be... Uh, rated, uh, you know, what's the scholastic, what's the academic value of this? Right. Is uh, are her sources correct? I mean, they go through this stuff with a fine tooth comb. So very obviously, they had to have known she did. was plagiar- plagiarizing. I think along they helped the way. her. <laughs> they must have. Yeah, I think they helped. They her. helped her just by not acknowledging it. I think they had a research team. Maybe I bet they had a research team working on these papers for her, and they knew the plagiarization was going to plagiarism was going to be there. And and here you go, we have a local news station here who I guess just retweeted what ABC put up, and the tweet was, "This is the new conservative weapon against oh. against universities plagiarism." And I'm going, "Are you kidding me?" She's. Uh, by all evidence, uh, allegedly, we have to keep tossing that out there. She's guilty. I've looked at the examples myself. We man. all have. We all have. I'm not the dean of a college or an English department, and I can see it. Of course, of course, you don't do it. You know, you it, don't it, do it. Well, it, it's just it's it's amazing so. where we are right now. Sure. And the box checkers are another great weakness in this country. Well, People who don't have the expertise to be doing what they're doing. Well, that's our government, too. It certainly is. Certainly is. What qualifies Anthony Blinken to be the most important diplomat that we have? Nothing. Nothing at all. He's, he's a, a campaign he's a, advisor. He's a frustrated rock guitarist. <laughs> Who sounds like crap when he it sounds horrible when he plays? He's like Joe Scarborough. Yes. He couldn't make it as a musician, so he had to go into politics. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. More Warren Rama coming up on KTSA here, Surface SA, the SurfaceSA.com. Make a trip over to that website and check them out because Surface is all about porcelain. You know, the future of stone is porcelain. Regardless of what you need stone for, it might be a countertop, might be an island top, might be in the bathroom, might be in the kitchen, might be in the entryway or in the living room. Porcelain, man, it's beautiful. You can get it from surface in any color. I mean any color. They can even create custom colors for you. It's tough, and that means it lasts longer. You're basically one and done when you install porcelain in your home. And, of course, the best part, it's so easy to care for. No work whatsoever. So Saturday mornings don't mean that you have to be scrubbing down the, the, the countertop or the island or anything like that anymore. Nope. You just wipe up whatever mess you got going on and carry on with your life. Porcelain, great for every part of your home. The future of stone is porcelain, and the sole porcelain showroom in texas is surface check them out online right now at surfacesa.com hey this is dave ramsey most people have a phobia i have no idea what? you know the song no i've never, I've never I've heard, heard it, it. i've been hearing it for what 10 are, years what are, we like doing? <laughs> what are we doing in there jimmy <laughs> 
just whatever comes up oh, in the rotation. Our, huh? Well, this one of our, I play this. We Do play you this really? on my show, yeah. Do you? It's on the rotator. Is it really? And it's different songs that says VH1. VH1. Perfect. We become the VH1 morning show. That's how old we are. We're hip. Yes, we are. Okay, so. VH1. He's wearing rhyme. You remember when they used to play videos? Not anymore, they don't. Nope. 7.36 now with wearing rhyme at KTSA. Okay, so um, the Epstein thing. Oh, yeah. So they were going to release the names yesterday. (laughs) No, they weren't. (laughs) Nobody believed they were releasing any names. They're not going to release any names. The judge is pushing it back now to the 22nd. Why is this? Well, because, you know, there's fear that some of these people who might be on the list might be in danger, right? So you Bet your ass they're in danger. Little they girls, well, yeah, little <laughs> girls can get raped, right? Oh, God. Girls can get raped, but we want to protect the accused in, in this situation. And uh, so apparently they're now going to hold off on releasing anything until January 22nd. Let me just tell you, I'll, I'll bet you a cool one, a cool big red, that they're not going to release this, man. They're going to they're gonna wait till the hype yeah. dies down. For all right? we know, the damn judge right? is on the list. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. And apparently Jimmy Kimmel, according to oh, <laughs> Aaron yeah. Rodgers, according to Aaron Rodgers. And Jimmy Kimmel says he's going to sue Aaron Rodgers now for bringing it, whatever. Jimmy, whatever. nobody cares anymore. Yeah, Sit get, down. Get a life. <laughs> so... But here, I went back and, uh, you know, studious I am. Yes. I went back to 2009. Right. This was when the original Jeffrey Epstein case was happening down in Florida. Right. Remember, he got in trouble down in Florida, and they cut a deal with him mm. because he was so politically connected with the rich and right. the political figures that they, they cut a deal with him after they found out what he was doing. Right. right. That was the story. Well, at that time, there was an attorney by the name of Bradley Edwards who was representing 70 of Epstein's victims in Florida. Right. So he did all the investigative work to find out what was going on. He issued subpoenas to some of the rich and famous. Mm. And, of course, they ignored the subpoenas because when you're rich and famous, like Hunter Biden, you can do that. Ah, yeah. Subpoena, schmapina. Right, right, right. Who cares? And they all ran the other way. They all didn't answer him. With the exception of one guy who had encountered Jeffrey Epstein like once or twice. That guy's name was Donald Trump. Yeah, he said he didn't like him. So Kicked him out of his hotel. That's didn't he? right. Yes, he did. <laughs> told him to never come back because he found out what he was doing. Yeah. So in 2009, uh, this, this uh, attorney, Bradley Edwards, again, who represented 70 of the girls who sent out subpoenas to these people who were supposedly violating these girls, he, he was going to send one to Donald Trump, but reached out to Donald Trump to let him know, I'm going to send one to you to talk to you. And Trump said, well, here's here's the attorney telling you what Trump had to say. Nothing at all. I, the only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who, in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people, or at least gave notice to some pretty uh, connected people that I was going that I wanted to talk to them, he is the only person who picked up the phone and said, let's just talk. I'll give you as much time as you want. I'll tell you what you need to know. And was very helpful in the information that he gave and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in 
anything untoward whatsoever, but had good information that checked out and that helped us, and that we didn't have to take a, a, a deposition of him. So, so here you go. You've got people on the left right now saying, well, Donald Trump was on that. Yeah, Bill Clinton, but Donald Trump was, was there true, you know. He had something to do with it. And as you said, rightly, Donald Trump actually kicked Jeffrey Epstein off his island. Well, I think he was co- he was coming on to one of his employees yeah, or something like that. That's and right. Said, all right, get this guy get out, out of here. here. Yeah. He's never to come back ever yeah. again. But when this attorney was researching the case for these seventy girls who were violated by Jeffrey Epstein, uh, the attorney called Donald Trump and said, "You know, I'm sending out subpoenas." And Trump said, "You don't need to send me a subpoena. Let's Whatever, talk. What do you want? What do you want to know?" <laughs> And he gave him some great, actionable information. Well, what gets me is the guy said it checked out. The information right. he gave me, I was able to double-check and, and, and validate it. And he's the only one who cooperated. Right. They all ran. They all ran. But you're not going to hear that. No. You all did. you're going to hear is, well, he was connected to Jeffrey Epstein because <laughs> right. he liked little girls, too. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he was on the list, right? You so know. he was there. He had to be a part of it. No. He actually worked with the attorney to get these other guys, you know, whatever whatever he needed. Right. He said, here I am. I'm a mother. And that's what he did in Mar-a-Lago with the FBI and this, yes, this administration. Yes, indeed. He I'm did. more than happy to meet with you at any time and talk with you about any of these boxes and any of the documents. Yep. He, he is an open book well when you got nothing to hide it's it's uh pretty natural to be an open book and apparently he has nothing to hide but again that part of the story isn't going to make it out sure, there to sure. the to the idiots the aforementioned morons all well, they're going to hear is well trump was with this you know that's all they're going to hear right and and it's sad because you're protecting pedophile right right you are protecting a multinational ring of freaking pedophiles, man. I went back and I found from March of last year a Fox News report, and I can't remember the guy who was. It's, it's the guys that you know now, right? And, and, and who who report on Fox News now. One of them is the English guy with the glasses. What's his name? The English guy with oh, the glasses. Oh, I know you're talking. You know, about. I'm t- yeah, oh, I can't think of his name. Right. Also. Anyway, so the anchor goes to him. The Pentagon and defense contracts, everything else. Last year, I remember the story now, and I found the the audio from it. Uh, they announced that they had hundreds of people for child porn that had worked inside of the you know different agencies throughout our government. Right. And they were going through. They them. were looking at it at work. That's if right. I remember correctly, yeah. That's exactly Jonathan right. Jonathan Surrey, that's the guy, the British guy. I think I'm talking about yeah. the re- Jonathan, what's his name? I think Surrey. I think his last name is Surrey. Anyway, whatever, whatever the case is. But anyway, right. these people have been around, and they are, you know, you got pedophiles running through the entire system out there. Mm. And look what's happening today. Um, we know, for an example, that Jeffrey Epstein, whether it was the Florida residents or the, the island residents, he had cameras in all the rooms. Sure. Well, well, collecting evidence in case he needs it someday. Well, or if you buy off onto this was an influence operation, in other words, that this was being run by higher-ups right. to catch men in compromising positions sure. with little girls so they could hold it over them, right? Very right. very powerful, influential people. If that's what was going on, of course there's video. Well, where's the video? Not that we need to... Not that it's something I want to see, right? No, but, but it where needs is to it? be out there. It Correct. needs to be in part of the record. Look, he's he's dead. So there's nothing. There's no reason to hide this stuff any longer. There's no reason to oh, keep it. Oh, there's a lot of reasons to hide this. <laughs> well, and they're all around the freaking planet, man. Right, and right, they got right. lots of money. And right. yeah. Now, but the, the troubling idea, though, is 
to what extent was that leverage you would have over people because you have evidence on them? Huge. To what extent has that governed world affairs? Huge. You know, I mean, I that's what really you. takes your breath away. I guarantee you, when, when I started to hear about, you know, it being a, a, a deep state CIA-type right. operation or something like that, it was easy for me to believe, because why wouldn't you? It, you know, these people, yeah. not me, I wouldn't do it, you wouldn't right, do it, right. but these people who want to control world affairs, why wouldn't you set up a, a pedophile ring where you recorded all of this stuff? And Alex Jones was talking about this 15 years ago. Yes, he was. 15 yes, years was. ago. And and run this stuff from behind the scenes, and then call up the the sultan of wherever, or the prime minister of wherever, or the chief operating officer of major corporation wherever, and said, hey, you know, I need you to do this, and if you don't, you know, I got this video. Some video's going to hit the uh, hit the internet yeah. uh, in four hours. Right. Uh, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, re- it really does take your breath away when you really start stacking all this stuff up. And, and yeah, how, how do you... When you're dealing with some of the richest and most powerful people on the earth, how do you do anything really about that? You right. really don't. First off, you get rid of Epstein, which they did, uh-huh. I believe. Oh, 100%. <laughs> get rid of that guy Epstein. fast. You know, I think somebody who's done a lot of great work on the Epstein thing has been Tucker Carlson. He's oh, done yeah. a deep dive into it. He just released a, a hidden camera video uh, yesterday of Epstein's brother showing up to get the information from the morgue and the morgue going he hadn't been here he's, he's we don't know what you're what you're talking about that you know kind of stonewalling <laughs> oh, wow right right but when you look at the case and we don't need to relitigate it but it's four or five years ago when they did this to him they closed off the prison right they replaced the prison guards at the last minute they got put right. different ones in there at the last minute all the cameras were shut off and then they opened up all of the cell blocks within his all the cell right. within his block, right, and allowed free movement within his block. Uh, and uh, now you can't find any of those guys that were in that cell block. Where'd they go? He was the most famous inmate on the planet at that time. An inmate who had lots of people who didn't want him running his mouth about anything. And all this stuff happens right. when you have the most famous or infamous you know, inmate, prisoner, if you will, mm-hmm. in your in your facility, and all that stuff happens. Come on, right. man. We're right. not that stupid. There's very powerful people <laughs> that they're trying to protect yes. right now, and as of yesterday, the names were supposed to come out yesterday. If you were expecting to see the names, right. that's why you're not. There's, yeah, been well. de- there's been a, quote, delay in releasing you the know, There's going to be <laughs> all kinds of delays with this thing. That's right. it, it ain't going to happen. More Warren Rima coming up, KTSA. It's no secret that interest rates have risen dramatically. With Warren Rima on KTSA. Well, you couldn't see this next story coming from, you know, nine miles away. Okay, USA Boxing, (laughs) you can tell by your look you've seen the story. (laughs) USA Boxing has changed their policy. They are now going to allow trans dudes in the ring with female boxers uh, as long as their testosterone count is below a certain level and as long as they've had gender reassignment surgery. Uh, then they can get into a boxing ring with women. And, of course, uh, women boxers are up in arms about this, and they're screaming and yelling. Uh, I forget who it was, the political, who, who said, uh, maybe it was Riley Gaines, maybe, who said, uh, well, uh, I guess you're going to have to wait for a woman to die in the boxing ring before people start seeing how horrible this is. 
So men are going to get into the boxing. I don't care if you get your stuff cut off or not. You're still a dude. Of course you are. I don't care what your T count is. You're still a dude. Yep. And you're going to be beating up women <laughs> right. in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I'm just, I, I, to say I'm beyond tired of this crap, I mean, it just gets more and more absurd. And, yeah, you're going to have female boxers <laughs> die in the ring as a result of this. Well, they've already had UFC women uh, because oh, U- right. UFC has allowed this. Yeah. And they come out of there with gnarled faces for, because a dude, you know, in, in UFC you can kick. and you Oh, can, yeah. You know, and so uh, you've had women come out of the octagon with UFC, UFC fights, and they look like they have just – and they have. They've been beat to within a second of their lives. And I've seen video now of these guys that are sparring – boxing what you're talking <laughs> right, about right. sparring with women and they're knocking them out left and right i mean just flat on their backs out cold <laughs> and they're, they're going to allow this to, to to actually go on this is the dumbest we live in the dumbest of times we, we really live do. in the age of of the stupid we, we really, really do. do and you know what i think it's time to just drop the label feminist of okay course. if you're all about this stuff Whatever you do, don't make me choke on my own barf by calling yourself a feminist. You're not a feminist. <laughs> when you're you're working actively against women, right? whether it's in the bathroom, the locker room, or the boxing ring, right. you are actively supporting the rights of men over women. Well, look, and it, it played the Chappelle thing yesterday, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. Chappelle said he went to meet uh, Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey was in a movie acting as Andy Kaufman. Right. You remember this? I just want to get everybody else up to speed. And... But they made him, when he met, you know, Jim Carrey, they were all like, you have to call him Andy and (laughs) act like he's Andy Kaufman. You have to pretend that he's Andy Kaufman because he's in this role as Andy Kaufman, and he's doing it outside of, you know, he's doing it 24-7. He's Andy Kaufman, blah, 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 blah. And that's exactly what this is like. He said that's what the trannies are doing to us. That's what the trannies are doing. Jim, by Jim Carrey and by everybody else calling Jim Carrey Andy, it didn't make Andy Kaufman or make him Andy Kaufman. No, it's he was no, didn't. No more Andy Kaufman than I am, right? So it didn't make him Andy Kaufman by everybody calling him Andy, and it's not going to make any of these boxers a woman, a woman by calling them a woman. They're and still women a man. are going to get hurt. They are. Man. You know, I, yeah, it's just astounding to see the left in this country totally turn against women while still carrying around the, the label feminist. The hell you are, man. This is this is beyond absurd. Those women are going to get pummeled, man. Sure they are. And it doesn't mean they're bad boxers, okay, when they're competing against other women. I'm not a fan of boxing. I mean, I me either. I I like maybe two of the Rocky movies. That's yeah. about the extent of my mm-hmm. of my boxing. Right. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I I don't really enjoy watching it, but it is a sport, and you do have women's boxing, and the reason you have women's boxing is because women box each other, just like in all these other sports, because they're physically on par Correct. with each other. And you put a dude into that mix, you're gonna give them. They're gonna come out with concussions. They're gonna get knocked out. Bad stuff's gonna happen. And uh, and what do you say then? What what you know? Whenever some, a woman gets injured in one of these things, you have a reaction, but then it just goes away. Sure, it does, and that's the plan. That's how you know? it works. The media just buries it all. Right. We have had. We don't even have to guess how this comes out because we've had it happen on a number of occasions in women's volleyball. They're oh, letting yes. dudes play in women's volleyball. They're spiking the ball, hitting hitting the girls in the face, and busting their noses, breaking right. their cheekbones, knocking their teeth out. Right. right? 
And it's all because guys, look, are bigger, faster, stronger. And we're talking, we're painting with a broad brush, right? But well, that is how it works. It's physicality. It's, bio- it's not a value judgment. It's just observable biology. It doesn't make men better. It no. make, it make, but it is observable biology. And science says that men are bigger, faster, stronger. And you know what? The people who really push this stuff. The, the, the leftists right. who really, they know that oh, yes. because there are certain sports like basketball they won't let men compete in. They won't let men compete Why in girls' because Because they would slaughter the girls' team. <laughs> right, right, right. They would slaughter the girls' team, and they know it, so they don't let them participate in sports like that. Right. They know what they're doing here. Why don't you see any chicks in the NFL on the, on the, uh, on the, on the football t- on you the won't. field? You know, You don't see that either. No, sir. So they, they do it in they these sports compete. where, in a sense, they don't really give a crap. That's right. And uh, and women get injured as a result. Listen, I've I've told you about the dance team world. Right? Oh yeah, and God. cheerleading team world. Yes, where they're putting in high school, junior high, they're putting guys on the dance teams in the cheerleading squad, and they're dressed in their little tutus, right? And right. Like, the stuff that the girls would wear, and all they are doing are destroying the hopes and dreams of some little girl who couldn't make the team because they made a political statement by putting a dude on. There. Exactly. I mean, fat, ugly dudes are winning beauty contests, and they're being. <laughs> Yeah. You know, voted in as prom queen right. or homecoming queen. It, it's it's beyond absurd. But again, I, I think the the larger play here is that when when you get people to acknowledge as truth an absurd thing, you control them. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, and then we're done. Um, when a woman gets severely injured at the boxing ring or, God forbid, killed, right? they'll blame her. Oh yeah, she knew yeah. what she was getting into. Yeah, she knew what she, she was made a getting. choice. She accepted it. She knew right. what she was getting into. More wearing Rama coming up. KTSA. You need to move. Is this the year you're five? Seven till nine. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Hey, by the way, people ask, who is that? Who who does the theme song? Oh, oh, yes. It's Billy Gibbons answering the phone from ZZ Top, answering the phone in a recording session with Rodney Crowell. Oh, right. And he got a call as they were kicking the song off, and he said, I'll have to call you back because i got to help these guys out with this song. (laughs) And it's Rodney Crowell and 56 Fury, which was a very famous car back in the day. Right. Rodney Crowell, been known around Texas circles for a long time, outstanding songwriter outside of Texas, everywhere. Right, right. And kind of a a rockabilly kind of dude, if you will. Well, it's a great tune. It's a great it's a tune. Cool tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a rockabilly, a couple of rockabilly albums. Oh, very check cool. Out too. Very cool. Okay, um, let's, uh, Jimmy. Let's go ahead and roll number one here. Uh, let me set it up. Uh, it's Ron DeSantis, and uh, I started talking about him three years ago as a presidential candidate. Right, I, I, right. You know, I was just really think he's going to be great as a president in twenty twenty eight. This time he needs to be in the bite in the Trump administration as the attorney general to clean up the swamp and then be mm. president in 2028. That's my feeling about Ron DeSantis. He was asked by Laura Ingram last night because oh, Trump is not going to this debate next week on CNN. Right. Trump is going to have a town hall at the same moment. <laughs> on Fox, on I Fox, think. Yes. Same moment. Hosted by Brett Barron and Martha McCallum. At the same moment that yeah. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are going to be debating on CNN. So Laura said, look, if... If you were that far ahead like Trump is, would you would you show up and debate? 
Yes, I would debate because that's what you do. Uh, this is about the people. It's not about you. And look, he's got a situation where he gets um, a lot of air cover from cable networks, including this one. I get that. And so from a strategic perspective, but the question is, is that the right thing to do? No, the right thing to go is to stand and talk about your record. Uh, why shouldn't he have to answer questions? I mean, he's running on things like deporting illegals and building a wall, but he did that in 16 and didn't get it done. So I think he owes answers to those questions. Uh, um, he has not been willing to do that. Obviously, if you go by polling, it hasn't hurt. But I think now that we're in the new year, I think voters uh, do expect you to answer those questions. I think Iowans expect uh, you to show up and okay, debate. Okay, so let me, let me just tell you how I feel about that. Uh, Trump is right, and they're wrong. There is no reason in the world, and it's not legally bound by any stretch of imagination, to do debates. Right. You right. do not participate in their rigged debate system. The debate system in presidential politics in this country is rigged by the left. It is rigged because you've got these people who are nothing more than activists. You know, they're not journalists who are up there oh, asking the you right. know, gotcha questions right. and all that kind of stuff. They bring in a studio audience or an audience at a, at a, at a university of all places <laughs> who hates conservatives, and they're going to boo and jeer when a conservative is speaking, and they're going to cheer when a leftist is, right. is speaking or whatever. So you've heard me say it before. I think you've said it, too. The way to do this is you have them come in a room and you have somebody who is not connected to corporate media at all because the corporate media folks, and, yes, that includes oh, yeah. Fox News, sure. they are nothing more than activists. They are activists. They're not journalists. Or they're propagandists more That's than right. anything else. And the, the guy who's telling the truth about this is a guy who's free, and his name is Tucker Carlson. Oh, he's yeah. free from that. He said it's the most freeing experience he's ever had right. to be out on his own and not have to be, you know, not have to kowtow to anybody so you bring in somebody like that in a studio not no audience whatsoever and you say and you say one word things you say border immigration and you let them talk what are you going to do as president for the border right correct uh or whatever it is but to go into a rigged system knowing that the questions are going to be slanted against you and they're going to be trying to find a way to trip you up and to ruin your reputation Trump is right. He doesn't have to play within that system, and he is proving that you don't have to work in their system. DeSantis said he's he's ahead. I mean, he's really ahead. He's not just ahead by a hair. You know, he's ahead by a lot. Why would he go slumming it with people who are never going to be president? Why would he go slumming it with people who are still in the single digits? Why would he? Why? Why put yourself through it when he can have a rally? Uh, down the street at the same time and get more viewership, get more eyes on him. You know, you look at the studio audience thing. They have these studio audiences, and then they the moderator spends half their time telling him, oh, please, oh, hold your applause. Oh, hey, please hold your reaction. Why the hell do you have them there? There's no reason to have them there, especially if then you're going to be a pompous ass and spend the entire debate dressing down the audience and telling them not to respond. It's a farce. It's really become a TV show. And I don't know why Trump, why would he? First off, don't compare Trump to anybody else. I'm not meaning you, yeah. but DeSantis, well, this is just what you do. Well, this may or may not be what he does. Okay, there, He's unlike any other presidential candidate and unlike any other president we've ever seen. He doesn't have to play by the old rules and, and that, old traditions. And that is it right there, is he is busting up the system. And yeah. he, that's all he's and done I since he, for it. Yeah. Since he got into politics, he has run against the system yeah. itself. And so 
I have no problem with him debating Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. I have no problem with, with them having a debate. Right time, right circumstance. What I don't want him to do is to get involved with the activists in the media well, who no, are there he's... for one point, one reason, and one reason only, and that's to ruin his candidacy. Yeah. And they, they do that every day on their air. You know what they're oh, yeah. going to do. You know what the people from CNN are going to do if Donald Trump is there. You know what NBC is going to do, or well, ABC. Fox would do the same that's thing That's what to I'm them. saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all corporate media people, so you have to remove that. And, and when I say remove the audience, this is not a sporting event. If you want to scream and cheer go to a football game go to a spurs game but when we're talking about the leadership of this country the highest position in this country right the executive then you want to have a very serious moment because it's a serious business we're talking about here and you don't want a crowd cheering and jeering and all of that well the audience thing is kind of a relatively recent uh addition to the whole debate trip you know i mean back in the day you didn't have audiences uh nixon and, and nixon, jfk well, yeah but i Remember mean even, yeah i mean uh, they, so, st- they stood there behind podiums in a room without a crowd without an audience why would trump when he's got the numbers he's got i mean i was looking at this new usa uh today poll on uh the passion uh people have who support him uh oh. the numbers that he's showing with blacks and hispanics and young people why would you go through the dog and pony show of a debate with DeSantis or Nikki Haley? Why would you do that? What would be the point of it? Okay, yeah, they're all going to be allied against you. They're going to be allied with the moderator against you. Uh, DeSantis is a is a wiener dog nipping at his heels. Why would you get on the stage with that guy when you're Donald freaking Trump? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. But but even if you know if it was one of those things where you're serving your constituency that you've got the Republican voter out there and the Republican voter wants to hear how you would respond to questions with Nikki Haley standing there and Ron DeSantis. I get it. I understand that. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is with the rigged system itself, how it's set up. You know, with right. the studio, with the audience there, you know, and the, you know, the audience yelling and all that, and the activists who are sitting at the table. Well, I'll never forget Candy Crowley. Oh God, yeah, remember? Yeah, and she called out Mitt Romney and said, "You're wrong on that." I mean, she she became a part of the deba- debate team for for Barack well, Obama. Well, yeah, and and the, the whoever gets the gig of moderator is looking after their own career and their own audience numbers and, and all that and stuff. And they want so to destroy I, him. Th- th- yeah, th- there's absolutely no point to Donald Trump. I, I don't need it. I'm a Trump supporter. You look again, look at the numbers of people who support Donald Trump and how much they support him. He's already been president. Again, unlike any other That's situation it. we've been in, in in our lifetimes. We already know what he'll do. Correct. He's a proven quantity. So I don't need him to swap barbs with a guy like DeSantis, who, in my opinion, has turned into a total weenie. That guy well, was such look, a tough guy, yeah. and he's just weenied out, man. I couldn't care less what, what DeSantis Lincoln, has to say about Douglas, anything. Lincoln, Douglas, Lincoln, Douglas, learn history, and that's that's exactly how that whole thing played out with Lincoln and Douglas. And it would be great if we you know go back to a, a, a circumstance like that. But as far as him having to go to CNN next week or Fox the week after or ABC in six months or whatever, no. No and no, forget about it. And by the way, if if and I'm I'm still I'm still saying Joe Biden is not going to be the candidate for the Democrats, but if Joe Biden is the candidate for the Democrats, he's not going to debate. There won't be any president. He can't debate. His brain is mush. What's Trump going to do? Debate Jill? I mean, he's you know. It's well, 
That could be it. You know, I mean, uh, he, he's not. they're not going to pony up Biden and put Biden no. in that situation. No. They know he can't do it. They're not going to do that. So but- debates really don't have much to do with anything this time out. Well, and, and they, they haven't for years, and that's, my, that's the, that's well, the total yeah. point I'm trying to make, is the debate system is rigged against the conservative candidate. In this case, it's Donald Trump. The debate system is rigged. There is no reason to participate in that system well, at and all. It's the, None. It, When's the last time you actually interacted with somebody who saw a debate and changed their mind? It doesn't happen. You haven't seen that since the Mondale era, to, since Dan Quayle, when uh, you know a debate or a bad answer in a debate might actually have some sort of impact. But now, it, with 24-7 uh, uh, news uh, cycles and you got the internet, you don't need the debates anymore. You, I don't need them at no, all. No, no, no. You mentioned, and yeah, most people's minds are made up. You mentioned the enthusiasm now of the Trump supporter oh, yeah. versus the, the Biden supporter. The Trump supporter is huge. I'm talking about ginormous enthusiasm numbers. The Biden uh, team has none. They have no enthusiasm at all. And the biggest problem that Biden has right now is not that his people are going to cross the aisle and vote for Donald Trump. That's not going to happen. They're not going to leave and go over and vote for Donald Trump. They'll stay home. That's the biggest issue. And that's that's why they're not going to allow Joe Biden to to address the issue or to campaign or to debate because the more he talks, the more those people are confirmed in staying home. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. you know what I mean? Because he can't. He could barely get through a sentence at right. this point. Right. And Trump doesn't need it. He right. just doesn't need it. You, it, it. What they did with this poll, the USA, I think, Suffolk poll, is they uh, went to people and they said, uh, uh, Trump supporters, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your enthusiasm for Trump? It was a 10. <laughs> All of them put 10. <laughs> yeah. Why right. would a 10... Get on a stage and debate with a three or a four. But, you but, know what I'm saying? And, and, but see, that's my point: is they were not. Even, they're not going to let Biden do oh, that. No, but I, because the more he talks, the more his supporters. Oh, are like, yeah. I'm not even going to vote. But even with DeSantis and Nikki Haley, I mean, why? Right, when you're right. tracking that way, why? Why would you? Right. So yeah. you know, fascinating politics going on this year you can at least say that well they can cancel all the debates as far as i'm concerned that means i can sleep yeah well yeah (laughs) there's that exactly river city oral surgery dr mark habercorn talked with him yesterday and i gotta tell you implants are making a huge difference in people's lives today people who have missing or broken teeth uh, maybe you had your teeth removed by a dentist for whatever reason and now you're talking about having some beautiful teeth That'll do their job, right? And with implants from River City Oral Surgery, those implants will look fantastic, but they'll do their job as well. So you're going to look beautiful. You're going to have a great uh, set of teeth. And, you know, with River City Oral Surgery, not only are you getting one of the finest uh, facial uh, and, and dental surgeons in all of America, but you're also getting an MD that is cardiac trained who does the whole uh, puts you to sleep, you know, so you don't have to be in twilight or sedation or whatever. No, no, no. They actually put you to sleep to do the implant work, and that removes all that pain and anxiety and all that from you. And, of course, with full transparency on their website, you know exactly what you're going to pay before you ever even book your appointment. Why don't you head over to the website today and check them out, rivercityoms.com, and on the phone, 210-778-0002. Well, some good rain around yesterday and more coming by Friday, by the way, and Monday of next week, too. So that's good. We need the rain. Clouds and sun today, however, and 59 for the high, clear and cool tonight. And right now it's 45 at KTSA. Good morning. We've had a busy... And it's 823. I'm Trey Ware. He's Sean Rima. Ware and Rima on KTSA.
You know, I have a technology story, and I think what what, what this story describes what our lives are going to be like as AI takes over everything okay. and eats our souls. Okay. Okay. Uh, Samsung is putting out the new 2024 bespoke four-door flex refrigerator mm-hmm. with AI Family Hub Plus One. Mm-hmm. It's a smart fridge. Mm-hmm. The fridge can tell what you have in the fridge. Mm-hmm. The fridge, you can punch in your dietary needs, and the fridge will be able to look at the crap you have in your fridge mm-hmm. and suggest rep- recipes for you and meal plans. That's right. The fridge will tell you when your freaking milk is past code mm-hmm. or past its freshness date. That's right. It's a smart fridge that'll Correct. talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want a smart fridge telling me nothing, man. Okay. I don't want my fridge talking to me. I don't want my microwave talking to me. I don't want the kitchen table talking to me. I don't want to have conversations and debates with my kitchen appliances. Do what you know? Yeah. Let me figure it out, man. <laughs> Let me figure out what I want to see. This is what I'm saying. Okay, here's a fridge. Okay. But at some point, everything's going to talk to your ass. Everything you own is, is. going to talk to you. It already is. And make decisions for you. That's right. And you think people don't know how to live their lives now. Wait till they start taking the advice of their freaking refrigerators, man. It's all over. It's the Terminators. These have been around for a while now. The, the talking, why well, no yeah. talking fridges? Yeah. This one's going to have a freaking personality. Well, see what it, what they do now. The, 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 in fact, you can buy them today if you want to, because I've been looking at fridges. They will keep track of what you have, and they will automatically go online and reorder, like no. like if your milk is running out. Oh God! It automatically no. reorders it, and then the, the grocery store H E B shows up at your front door no. with your with your gallon of milk because you're almost out of milk. Oh yeah, that that technology is my house now. And here's the thing with your fridge. We have traded now in our society because of Facebook and Twitter and everything else. We have traded privacy for convenience, right? Cox Media announced yesterday they have a new system where even if your phone is not in your hand and you don't have it turned on, it's listening. Oh, yeah. The camera's watching. And the reason is to build a customer profile for you so that we can market that to people who want to reach out to you and sell you because you obviously need more milk. Right. right. (laughs) So, you know, my thing about this has always been if you're around a microphone or a camera, it's always on. Oh, yeah. It's always on, right? So if you have an Alexa or if you have a cell phone, whatever and now televisions and refrigerators they're going to be listening to you listening to you act actively listening to you and building a profile based on what you have in your fridge and then they turn around and they market you to oak farms milk sure no i don't want my fr- i want a fridge that keeps crap cold well i want a refrigerator that keeps crap cold i want an oven that heats stuff up yeah i don't want to have conversations with these things right all right, I don't want these things making life suggestions for me, all right? But that's the way that's where it's all going. And, it, and people will lose the ability to live their own lives, well, man. See, and and again, as I said, we 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 law, we gave up our our privacy for convenience. And this is the same thing. People are going to give up their privacy for the convenience of having I don't even think I don't have to think about do I need milk? The refrigerator is going to think about but that for me. But at some point you won't be able to decide if you need milk well and and at some point you won't be able to say no to these appliances because it'll be in all of them 
It's, well, it's going to be available. But, but I'm saying you, you, you're going to have successive generations of people grow no, up with this crap. You're right. And they won't want to think on their own. No, I'm getting your point. And they won't be able to think on their own. I'm getting your point. We are, yes, that's exactly. You know? Just like they can't make change now because we, we didn't, years ago, 30 years ago, we stopped making them make right, change. Right. The computer, the, the, the cash register makes change. Nobody can make change anymore. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is you won't, in the future, you won't be able to opt out. Oh, yeah. Yo, oh, I know. It's coming. I mean, I, I, I get harangued by Bing on my free computer every every day, just logging it on. Do you want Bing to help you out? Do you want assist? Do you want AI assistance? And no, I don't. Yeah. I want to use my own mind to figure crap but out. But all refrigerators will be equipped that way in well, the future. It'll be a big, it will, you'll, you'll become a nerd to it. It'll be everywhere, you know. And, and I, I think... Uh, I think it sucks, Trey. I don't. I don't want my. I don't want to have conversations with my refrigerator. This is also why I don't. I don't allow Alexa in my house. Yeah, we don't have well, any of that crap. I don't want that crap in my house either. Well, but but you're already being monitored here. I know you, you have these. Right? You have I, I have to have the phone. I don't need to have Alexa play Selena songs for me. Okay, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm gonna fight this stuff as much as I am able to. I do not want a smart fridge. Besides, what's the fridge going to suggest See, when you only have ketchup and ground well, beef? Well, Three-day-old ground beef. <laughs> Doesn't matter, right? And some jalapeno poppers. Well, what's it going to suggest to me? My deal on the smart fridge is that's just one more thing to break, right? Well, that's yeah. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> I, want, I want my appliances just to do whatever the appliance is supposed to do with the minimal amount of equipment because that's less stuff that I'll have to repair yes. when it breaks. I just want a fridge that keeps it. crap Just cold. keep it cold. That's, That's all I need. And and make some ice. Yes. Uh, you I know, don't even care about that. Yeah. At Hicks Carpet <laughs> One, our friends over there at Hicks Carpet One are here to t- take care of your family and take care of your home by beautifying your home. Now, whether you're looking for hardwood, they've got the best selection of hardwood, the largest selection of hardwood anywhere in the state of Texas is right here at Hicks Carpet One. But you might be looking for carpet or laminate or what I've got, the vinyl plank in, in my home. And I told you a story the other day of spilling the hot sauce during the, oh, yeah. Well, you know, we had people over for the holidays, too, both for Thanksgiving and Christmas. The stuff got dropped on the floor, and all I did was just grabbed our little vacuumer, this cool little new wireless vacuumer we have, vacuumed it right up and kept on going. I didn't worry about it at all. And you won't either. That's It's worry-free living when you put Hicks flooring in your home. And, of course, they have the beautiful guarantee. That means if you don't like your Hicks Carpet One flooring for any reason at all, they're going to replace it for free. And I love the Hicks family, and you will too, at Hicks Carpet One, HicksCarpetOne.com. So I have been in the operating room most of my career. With Warren Rima on KTSA, let's talk about the border uh, today. A large contingent of uh, lawmakers are going to be in Eagle Pass. Oh. And uh, worst place in the world for them to be. Uh, the speaker, Mike Johnson, is going to do a press conference this afternoon live right. from the border. <clears throat> what they need to be is in uh, D.C., where they need to be is in D.C., because they have work to do uh, concerning the border. <clears throat> they don't have to go to the border to know what's happening at the border. <laughs> I'm happy to send them videos all day oh, long yeah. of what's yeah, happening at the border. Yeah, we can provide all kinds of yeah. material for you. you got all kinds of content. Yeah. Um, so uh, what they really need to be doing, number one, is cutting all the incentives out, Right. And what I mean by that is in New York City, they're kicking out veterans. They're kicking out uh, people out of homes and stuff like that to give free housing to illegal aliens in New York City. And this is true of all these blue cities. In fact, in Connecticut, if you get up to Connecticut, not only you get health care and you get, uh, you know, housing and money and cell phone and food and all that other stuff, but they also will give your child a, a savings account that they put taxpayer money in. 
I saw yeah. this. Yeah. And then they continue to put taxpayer money in your child. Talk about four illegal alien children, not citizens, illegal alien children. And it continues to compound over time. So by the time they're 18 or 20, they're multimillionaires off the backs of U.S. taxpayers. Why are they doing this? Well, it's obvious. They're incentivizing people from poor third world countries to come here. Mm. They're trying to get them here again so they can collapse the system, remake the system, and have a bunch of Democrat voters to keep Democrats in power in perpetuity. So, you know, you got to cut off the incentives. The, the next thing that, that they need to be doing in, in D.C., uh, Speaker Johnson, if you happen to be listening right now, the next thing you need to be doing is cutting off the funding for the government until the border is controlled. Say, I'm not writing another check for right. another government program until you secure that border. <clears throat> That'll secure it in about five minutes. So that's the other thing. And then you have to impeach. You have to impeach Joe Biden, although he's a figurehead, but you have to impeach him. Kamala Harris, again, another figurehead, but you have to impeach her as well. And you have to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. All three of them have committed acts of treason against the Constitution of oh, the United States, which is a high crime. Yeah. That's, that's a, an impeachable uh, offense. We had a conversation this morning on my show about this. And uh, Jimmy brought up, and others did too, well, you're not going to get any help out of the Senate as far as a removal is concerned of the Senate. And you're not. That's not the point. The point is the Constitution calls for when somebody has committed a high crime or a misdemeanor, these are high crimes, these are treason against the Constitution of the United States, then you have to do it regardless of what the outcome is. You have to impeach. So right now, Republicans... You have to impeach. That's the first thing. Second thing is, you are so stupid, you Republicans. You're walking into this trap that Obama has laid for you, this latest trap of it's your fault what's happening at the border because you're not <laughs> giving Joe $14 billion. You're holding uh, the border ransom uh, exactly. by what tying it to Ukraine and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So you Republicans, once again, and ABC this morning, I'm listening to our overnight guy, right, as I'm coming in, and he says, you know, well, it's really important to, for, for Joe Biden. This is a newsman. Joe Biden thinks it's super important to secure this border, but the Republicans won't give him the $14 billion he needs to do the job. They are aiding and abetting the, the Democrat Party in shifting the blame onto the Republicans. Well, of course. That's been the new, the new song they've been singing for a while now. Right. Well, Joe Biden wants it. He's been, since day one, he's been trying to fix this broken immigration system. Yep. But uh, Republicans keep blocking every effort. That's yep. their new, Well, it combined with the idea that they inherited something, which they certainly, what they inherited was, was a secure border. That's what they inherited. And <laughs> they messed it up. Yeah. Now, again, the theme of the day, uh, how does the moron crowd react to this? Well, they just glom on to that and run with it, if that's the explanation they're given. Well, they want to do something about the border, but it's those evil Republicans, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Americans are living this crap. Uh, especially here, people are living this, whether you're a border town or even San Antonio, Texas. We are living this in our schools. We're living this in our hospitals. We're living this in our towns that are being decimated by the by the uh, by the, inf- the the flow of people across the border, and all that stuff that you just mentioned should happen ha- should happen, and it's just not going. No, it's to. not going to because Republicans are look they're weak, and they're sure also they're. each of them are they're also careerists, sure. and uh, you've brought this point up before, and I think it's a great point. 
that a lot of Republicans aren't really concerned about doing what needs to be done because they like being on uh, the offensive. They don't. They don't want to be the people who now have to solve the problem. Well, if you're if you're in charge, you got to fix the problem. You got to fix the problem. <coughs> and they don't want that. They right. want. They want to be able to fundraise off of the problem. Right. Right. That's right. what they want to be able to do. So that and that's that's exactly where we sit with this issue. And here's the problem: you keep talking about, and you're so right, so right. You keep talking about the morons, right? Well, look what we just brought into the country in the last two years. We brought in fifteen million, twelve to fifteen million uneducated poor people from third world countries. Right, right. Who is it so easy to control? Someone who is uneducated, right? Right. It's very easy to control them. And number two somebody who's poor from a poor country why because i'm going to give you everything you need all you got to do is do what i say well they're they're already doing it just to get them here just dangling a bunch of free crap in front of them that's then why they get here. That. yeah then they got free crap for the rest of their lives right and all you gotta do is vote for me all you gotta do is get here and vote do what i tell you to do which means if we have a civil war you got to pick up arms and take arms against you know citizens of this country <laughs> just, <laughs> well you know, no i'm not disagreeing yeah. with you because uh, you, you are seeing a, a large number of single men yeah. coming across. It used to be families and more of a diverse crowd, but that's going bye-bye. It's but largely this, young men. This is designed to control the population in order to make sure that they're voting for Democrats in perpetuity. Well, yeah. I mean, they wanted to, I mean that, that's why he rolled back the Trump-era policies uh, the first week he was in office or why they did, or whoever they are that's actually running the show, is to flood these states with people that they think will vote Democrat. So amnesty's on the way, whether you call it regularization or normalization or whatever it is. Obviously, the, the evil plot needs amnesty to reach its completion and have the intended effect, which is people voting Democrat. The aforementioned ABC and the others are now saying to the president, when are you going to take executive action? Ugh. When are you going to take executive action? There's only one thing that well, means. that's exactly yeah. what that means, is yeah. I'm going to go ahead and sign the, the executive order on amnesty for these 15 million that are in here, and they will be Democrat voters. Because, number one, again, they're largely uneducated folks who are coming in. It's easy to lie to them. They're not thinking on their own, right? And so then you give them a bunch of stuff you make them wards of the state and if you want that stuff right. to continue then you got to vote for us it's it's the lbj model lbj but said I, that about black people but i he did now they're losing black people i know right but now. they didn't I, for I a wonder, long time but i wonder you know to what extent the factor is at play that these are people who are coming largely from repressive governments and crummy countries do they get here and say no i don't want that here that's why i came here was no. to be free no or they just mindlessly vote democrat yeah they came here because because it's because what i said the incentives when i set that so when i set this up i was talking about the incentives right the the the, the, the child bank account all right well and, and, and health care in california sure sure so you know if 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 I, again, I mention it because I, I would assume there'd be some people who would have that thought, but the vast majority of them are going to vote for where the free stuff is coming yeah, from. Yeah, of course, when we're talking, we're talking generalities. We're talking oh, about yeah, big yeah, picture, yeah. right? And yes, there'll be some who'll come here and go, well, I actually have come to live in a better life, and I don't want to bring the socialism with me or the po poverty with me or whatever. Right. But they get here, and they get the free. That's why the Democrats are throwing all this free stuff at them, right? Because once they're on that, it's like crack. You can't take... Go ahead and try to claw back a cell phone that you gave to them or cash that you got or a living place. Look at all the people 
in New York City now that had apartments and stuff, including veterans, that are being kicked out, and and illegal aliens are getting free housing oh, in yeah, New yeah. York right now. In New now. York, one of the most expensive places in the country, in two the world. Day, two days ago, California started giving all illegal aliens free health care. Right. 760000 now, and their health care system is bankrupt by $68 billion, <laughs> and they're giving it to them for free. Why? Because well, they're yeah. incentivizing them to come here, get them on the crack of all the free stuff, and then they're your voters forever. Well, we'll see. You know, again, uh, a lot of people are waking up to how bad this situation is along the border. So, uh, again, as we said at the beginning of the show, I think, we've never been through something like this before in America. No, we haven't. So it's really hard to call the outcome of this thing. And I don't know. I can't. I have no idea how this crap is going to shake out. Well, I can't let the show end without giving you a little taste of your favorite person from the administration. Jimmy, let's go ahead and give Sean a little bit of cut number four here. Uh, I know that your love and affection for her, the premier box checker, here she is yesterday. So look, you know, I want to take a step back for just a moment as we look at 24 and we're in 24, but just a step back, you know, this president has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms, and that is yes, important. he has. He's done more to destroy this country than any single president before him. In eight years. How does she say that crap with a straight face, man? Isn't that great? He's done more than any yeah. other president. In, in three years than they did in eight years. That's uh, exactly okay. right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. Herman and Sons. Herman's Sons Life has been providing protection for Texas families since 18 18- 1961. Boy, I'll tell you, that's a long time, right? And they are 62,000 members strong at Herman Sons Life. Well, and they do it all. They have term and whole life insurance, annuities, and Medicare at Herman Sons. And here's why I like them so much. They take what they make off of those insurance uh, uh, properties and those annuities and everything else and the Medicare, and they turn around and reinvest it into our community. Do you know they have a grief camp for children? In fact, last year they hosted those kids from Uvalde to help them get through that situation. They have a dance program for children ages 3 to 17. They have a youth camp in comfort for for kids ages 8 to 14, and so on and so forth. Bottom line is, when you buy your insurance or your annuity or your Medicare through Herman Sons Life, then you are turning around and investing back into your community and your kiddos. I want you to know, and, and all of our kiddos, it's, it's, it's a way to really help build the community and build the future by helping these kiddos out. And all you got to do is do what you're doing anyway. You're buying life insurance anyway. You might be buying an annuity anyway. You might be buying Medicare anyway. So check into Herman's Son's Life and buy it from them. Call Herman's Son's Life today and learn more about these great, great products available to you and how they help out the people and the kiddos in our community. Hermansonslife.org or on the phone, 210-527-9113. Herman Sons, strengthening community through financial protection and service. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not